How are you feeling? Great, because I didn't drop the mic. No. And I made it on stage without falling. Why so. would you? Because <laughs> they're deceptively heavy. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? Good. How's everybody back there in the corner? How's Christian? How's Courier? How you doing? Give us a whoop. Give us a clap. Thank you. That's all I want. I live for the applause. All right, everybody. Um, welcome, welcome to <laughs> a special edition of Brown and Out. Um, today, we're coming to you live from the Lamp Shop, and we're talking about all things space, because that's the theme of this proud AF ball. Am I right, Ethan? You're correct. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for being here. And, and I'm going to start this off how I start off all of my podcasts. Hey, folks, and welcome to Brown and Out. Today we're talking to Ethan Fontenot. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's great to see you. It's great to see your glasses, which put right. mine to shame. What is going on with your specs today? Um, lithium batteries are convenient, <laughs> and I don't, I'm not an electrician, but they have two little buttons, and they uh, made the glasses light up this like, cool pinkish magenta color you're giving me tron vibes have you seen the movie tron i fucking love tron can you speak about tron for a bit so i play this game online called armageddon which is the like light cycle version of tron it's just the light cycle thing i played that game for like 10 years Uh, (laughs) that was pretty good um i also watched the original tron that disney released in like 80s 90s i don't know it's extremely boring it is very what is the plot of Tron? Don't know. Uh, okay, couldn't it tell is me. So boring. <laughs> but it looks cool. It's like the <laughs> But it's an influence. It's an influence, clearly. It is. Okay. Um, the TR2N, the second Tron movie that Disney tried to release in don't know what year, it was 2010 or something. Um, the only reason to watch that is because Daft Punk did the music for that. Um, other than that, it's more boring than the first one. Um, but it looks cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. But the music's banging, so why not, right? We got hot takes on Tron. Where did you get glasses like that? Where'd you get those? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't know we'd have a, an Amazon plug tonight, but there we are. I know they didn't even pay me. <laughs> Ethan, is there life on Mars? I don't know. It'd be really cool if there was in the future. Maybe, it, maybe it'd be us. Maybe it would be the life on Mars. And by us, I mean you or me because we're the life of the party. So. Um. But, but do you believe there are other planets that are facilitating life, such as it is? I would say yes. Because... The like everyone knows the the little graphics where they start in like a city in like in like on on Earth and they start zooming out and you see Earth and you see the solar system then like the Milky Way. Is this a meme you're talking about? No, no. I mean like they've been in like various like science documentaries or whatever to kind of give you perspective of like how small the Earth is. Um, and it eventually gets to the point where like you can't really see where the Milky Way galaxy is because of like all the other galaxies on the screen and. I I wouldn't feel comfortable saying, no, there's definitely no life in any of that. Right. That would be far-fetched. Right. Maybe it's true that I'm 
the law of averages would tell us that one of those things has a thing. Right? Yeah. Or we're just the special exception. Well, do, what do you think about that? Is that possible? I think it's possible, probably. Um, that would be pretty cool if we were the exception in all of that universe business going on. If we were the only planet that's managed to have life. Except I'm pretty sure we found evidence of other planets having life at some point. So like, it's probably we're not that special, probably. Um, so, <laughs> but it'd be it'd be pretty cool. Um, and I, I think it's interesting now how we are the only planet we know of that has life on it, like, as we know it, if that makes sense. Right. So, um, but they've discovered ice, right, on Mars? Am I incorrect? Somebody, yeah. somebody call me out if I I'm incorrect. There, there's something, there's either they discovered Evidence ice that ice might have been there one time? That, yeah, I think on a, on a number of planets they found something that, like, indicates there may have been something living on there at some point before some star exploded or a meteor killed everything or whatever, yeah. I feel like there's um, a special push, though, for at least the U.S. to want to colonize Mars. Totally. Um, do you think in 2019 the U.S. should be in the business of colonizing anything ever again? <laughs> well, if Mars is vacant, then, like, I mean, like, colonizing something that's vacant, I think that's a step up, right? That's an improvement. Vacant? I mean, rather than colonizing a continent that already had people on it and kicking them all out, oh, right? I'm not, I didn't right? mean an either or. I'm just, uh... I mean, if there's nothing <laughs> there, I mean, we might as well move in, right? I, well, what we're discovering is I think there might be microorganisms. And that's why we think, oh, that's a good place to want to go and colonize. But what do you, how do you feel about that? What are the possible pros and cons of Earth colonizing Mars? Um, that's a great question. I don't, I don't really know much about... Mars in the first place. However, um, what would be really, I think the initial price that would have to pay kind of to know how to live there would be a lot to get over, right? Like it'd be, it'd be a lot to think about. Like we would have to, um, like there might be some one way trips to Mars for some people to do. We've seen the movies, we've all seen them. They, Shout them out if you know them. One of them, the Martian. In the end, though, so it doesn't what was that one? What was the one? Oh, they did like red oh, planet. It, it, was, it was called the Martian. The Martian. Anyway, I'm gonna. There's gonna be spoilers. So say something with, right now. If with you Don Cheadle. What was three the one? Seconds, three, two, one. Okay, hearing nothing. Okay, so the Martian is about like they do this like um, mission to Mars or whatever, and the something happens and one guy gets left behind on Mars and it's like the whole movie is about how he like survives there because he's like a biologist or something like he knows how to grow food and whatnot and manages to do all that um and then they like do this impossible ridiculous like obviously like plot armor style thing to go and save him and bring them all back to earth or whatever like would never happen in real life he honestly should have lived there for the rest of his days like that would have been what would happen in in, like, so you feel like there's going to be a lot of trial and error on our... I think the movie's called Mission to Mars when I'm thinking of Mission to Mars. Yeah. That was anyway, the ride at Disney. <laughs> What's that? That was the ride at Disney, I think. No, that was called Spaceship. It Earth. can be both. Kidding. Okay, cool. So you feel like there's going to be a lot of trial and error on our earthly mission to Mars. We're definitely going to Mars, though. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, there was a, did you, do you remember the Disney ride? Spaceship I, Earth? I certainly don't. Please okay. tell me more. So I was one of the few people that got to ride this Disney ride because it closed down shortly after it opened. Um, I, when I, I wrote it, um, it was at, was it at Epcot? Wait, why I, did it close? Um, I'm not sure why it closed. I'm not sure if it, it maybe it just wasn't like up to Disney's standards or whatever, but it was a cute little ride. So, um, you went in this cool spaceshipy building. It was near Test Track, so it was at Epcot. Um, and it was this cool thing. Like you went through all this cool space computer, whatever. We're going to Mars stuff that I didn't read because I was like really little. Um, and then you got in this like kind of this little. I want to say container. That's not the right term. Sure. Um, this little this little seat with like all your friends, and you like were strapped in. You had like these cool computer screens and everything, and it was basically like a motion simulator ride. It was pretty intense, which I think is might be ultimately why I like closed it. Um, that like you like took off in your spaceship or whatever, and you had to dodge all these meteors and whatnot, and then you landed on Mars, and that was the that was the ride. It was pretty rad. A Mars simulation. Yeah, like the like the world is obsessed with going to Mars because it's like the only planet that's not gonna like insta kill you if you like go there. I'm sorry, what was that? It's the only planet that's not going to insta kill you if you uh, try and go. There. We feel like it's somewhat hospitable and therefore exploitable. I don't know about exploitable, but it's it's definitely more hospitable than several other planets in our solar system. Exactly. Um, Ethan, the moon landing, hoax or super hoax? So, if anyone ever tries to tell you the moon landing was fake, you can tell them that Russia would never let anyone forget that the U.S. faked the moon landing. (laughs) And since they don't do that because they know it happened, (laughs) you know it's real. (laughs) Okay. The the Russians would be on our ass. Absolutely. Controversial hot take. Hillary's like, I'm running for president. Russia's like, remember that one time your country faked the moon landing? <laughs> I mean, 100%. Should, like, should we just pivot politically one time? Who, who are you voting for? I don't know yet. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> no, well, no, I'm, I'm saying that it's pretty topical. We just saw that there's um, 20. Democratic candidates, yeah. right? Yeah, there's there's a lot of people. Yeah, and and for you, there's no favorite jumping. I mean, I'm not saying that you're not like a Trump. I just, I don't know. They're all, like all the Democrats are uh, ultimately are going to do the same thing if they get elected president. Oh, the um like all the all the front runners are pro- are pretty copy paste same candidate ish. Like in the primaries, they'll look a little different. Whatever. Ultimately, when they get elected, what the world will look like in 2024. Mm. Um, is probably going to be quite similar regardless of which one of the top like three or four Democrats get elected. Um, but we still have a lot of primaries to see. There's still a lot of reading to be done, a lot of researching to be done. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's where we're at right now. Right on. I'll pivot right back. <laughs> what can you tell us about the film Interstellar? <laughs> well. <laughs> so this is a really great ta- uh, discussion on consent. Um, if I remember the movie correctly. Please. Um, so, oh, also, spoilers. Anyone, if you don't want Interstellar spoilers, say something Earmuffs. You have three seconds to say something. Three, two, one. All right, seeing nothing. Um, so Interstellar, there's, um, I don't know how they got on the spaceship, and I don't know where it was going, but there was a spaceship going to somewhere quite far away, 
and the people on the spaceship were like, what is it, cryogenically frozen? Right? Let's say yes. Something like that. I think that's the term. Um, and I guess like one guy is like pod or whatever, like malfunctioned and he woke up. That's Passenger having oh. an interstellar. Oh, we so have some sorry. dissent from the audience. Know. The movie's Passenger. I'm sorry if I spoiled Passenger for anybody. I feel like you oh were like close. God. I feel like you were like getting there. Like, <laughs> They're both space movies. No, there's definitely a trip and folks are, you know. I've no, I haven't seen Interstellar then. I've, I've seen Passenger. <laughs> we're about to wrap this up, folks. But also, also, I wanted to get at something... It's okay. It's fine that you haven't seen Interstellar, assuming that you have, or whatever. It takes place in space, too. I'm over it. So, um, what can you tell us? What can you tell us about the theme of Interstellar, which is that love is the only universal language? So, again, I haven't seen Interstellar. Um, So, I I honestly have no idea how, how to integrate that. Like, in Passenger, so if you Passenger spoilers, let me know if you don't want Passenger spoilers. You three, two, one. Okay, so in Passenger, um, like of course, like at the end of the movie, like the guy and the girl fall in love or whatever, and blah blah blah. Um, however, he like his little pod woke him up or whatever, and he decided it was just okay to go wake someone else up for whatever reason, which is essentially killed her, right? Is that what happened? Please tell me that. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, without her fucking consent. So Got he's just it. like, yes. yeah, so you're just gonna wake up, we're gonna be the only two people alive on here. I didn't ask. Like, so that's what happened. Um, in the end, they fell in love, so that was great, I think. Um, from what I remember, it was not a great movie. I'm so sorry, dude. Yeah, it sounds like not the best movie. <laughs> it's not, don't see it. Um... <laughs> On that note, I, I, want, I want to reiterate the theme of Interstellar, which is, of course, that love is the only universal language. That's false because music is also a universal language. Oh, right. So there's two. There's, there's literally two. There's two. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, our podcast. And it's been a pleasure having you as an audience tonight.